Welcome to Bots and Bytes, the ultimate tech talk podcast. Join us as we journey from the realm of AI to the boundless expanse of the cloud. We'll explore the cutting edge technologies that are reshaping customer experiences and driving businesses to new heights. Prepare to be inspired, informed, and intrigued as we delve into the world of innovation and transformation. I'm your host, Jess Vigorito, and this is Bots and Bytes, a GTS production where tech dreams become reality. Let's dive in. Welcome, tech enthusiasts, to the Ultimate Tech Talk podcast, Bots and Bytes. I'm your host, Jess V, and today we have an exciting journey ahead. I'm thrilled to have you all on board for this incredible adventure. First, let's extend a warm welcome to our esteemed guests today, Mike Tacker and Carter Stickler, both of whom are exceptional AWS developers right here at Global Technology Solutions, aka GTS. With their expertise and experience, we are in for an amazing, enlightening conversation. Mike, can you tell me a little bit about your role and experience here at GTS? Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Mike Tacker. Uh, I'm from Grand Junction, Colorado. Uh, I'm an AWS developer here at GTS. I've been with the company now for uh, roughly about a year. We're in development of a bunch of different solutions, and we were focused on on building out contact centers using Amazon Connect and um, all of the the features that come along with it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And Carter, could you give us a brief summary about you? Absolutely. Similar to Mike, uh, I'm located in Grand Junction and I've been with the company for about the same amount of time. We actually started the same day. Uh, for the most part, I've been working pretty closely with Mike hand in hand. We've been doing a lot of the similar stuff, uh, working with AWS contact centers, all its associated services to provide some very, very cool solutions to our customers. Thanks so much for those intros. Uh, I want to dive right into the world of innovation and transformation. Today is all about LexBots. So please tell me, because I really don't even know, what is a LexBot and how does it differ from traditional chatbots and voice assistants? LexBots are Amazon's version of a chatbot or a, a personal assistant bot. But the cool thing about Amazon Lex is, is that they're completely customizable and very easily customizing, building, and releasing in a very simple and easy concept. You can press just a few buttons and your LexBot is ready to go. You can attach a Lambda to it and you can actually use other other functions or features such as integration with um, Salesforce or currently, you know, like Microsoft Dynamics, you can you can integrate with pretty much any system you'd like using a, a Lambda and a LexBot. Lex is full conversational. You can actually have a conversation with a LexBot and discuss, you know, certain things. Uh, banking systems, banking companies love it because you can tell it your PIN number. You can give it, you know, all of the things that you need to do and easily create something where they can, you know, your customer can look up their banking information or you can create appointments pretty simple um, using a LexBot. They're fully conversational and very easy to deploy and use. That's really neat. And I don't know how it works exactly. You'll have to forgive my ignorance on this topic, but I chatted with Amazon a couple of weeks ago and it was a bot. I had a return to make. 
And I've shared this experience with a few people. It was actually the best return that I've ever had in my <laughs> life. It was very simple. It was streamlined. And it was nicer and more empathetic than any human that I've ever talked to virtually or texted with in terms of having to do a return. And it was so seamless. And I ended it. I was like, hey, like, I actually feel heard. <laughs> I feel validated. I feel like, great. This was a fantastic experience that I had. And it wasn't even with a human. It was just with this chatbot, which probably was a Lexbot since it was Amazon. I feel that it's driving a lot of customer loyalty that wouldn't be there otherwise. Customers really want to be validated, heard, and that loyalty is something that you you can't buy, but you can ensure by giving optimal experiences and validating them, treating them with empathy. And I think they really nailed it. With this one singular experience I had, I was just like, my mind was blown. It's like, holy cow. Like when you're better than a human, that's pretty <laughs> amazing to me. So and some of the neat features that you can implement with Lexbot, not to interrupt there, but um, some of the neat features you can implement uh, is, you know, machine learning, um, large language models, those kind of things to help you help your customers and you also with like your call flows. Like you were saying there, they're super seamless, super easy to use. And when you're, when you're talking to it, you don't feel like you're really talking to a bot per se. You can make it sound as human as possible. It's really amazing what Lex can do. Yeah. And that kind of brings us right into the next area I want to cover, which is the way that Lexbots are transforming the way businesses engage with customers and they handle these interactions in contact centers. So I just gave a great example of that. How else do you see them transforming the way that businesses are engaging with customers? And what do you think might be there in the future? I see a lot of automation which is really helping move along the, or it's helping transform businesses and the way that they handle interactions with their customers. As you brought up, when you know how to do it, you can have a very customized experience. You can have a very empathetic experience with these Lexbots, which is amazing. But you can also improve the automation that you experience in your contact center quite a bit. So while these Lexbots can usually handle fairly complex, or they can handle anywhere from simple to very complex uh, tasks, so long as they can be handled through, say, APIs or Lambdas or functions, something like that. So we can really take a load off of agents and off of the need to constantly have people online by using these Lexbots to automate some simple to moderately complex tasks, such as someone calling in to, say, get a refund on something that they ordered, or call in to check the balance on their bank account, or whatever else that it may be that they need to do. These Lexbots can help with that automation in a really big way. And I feel like that's becoming a huge factor in how businesses are transforming. It streamlines their contact center. When talking, when their customers contact, contact them and they only have to enter in a few things or say just a few things to get exactly what they're looking for. And they don't really need a human to talk to. it, It makes it so simple. Your calls to your agents will go down drastically because of it. 
and your agents will spend more time being more efficient working on things that are actually an issue or a problem for a customer rather than spending time having to go through and figure out exactly what the customer called for. Additionally, they can also handle some simple repetitive tasks such as gathering common information that an agent would usually need, such as someone's, uh, say, someone's address or their uh, date of birth or their account number. Just data that the agent would usually need to help the customer with something before they actually get transferred to the agent. They can gather all of that information and provide it to the agent rather than the agent having to ask for it again or for it the first uh, for the first time at all, thus saving the agent some time, the customer some time, and overall a better experience. I mean, to me, that right there is priceless as a consumer to not have to repeat my information every single time I get transferred. Mm -hmm. What's your name? What's your date of birth? You know, I always joke, what's my blood type? You want my right kidney? Like I just go through, I kind of laugh with the agents when it keeps (laughs) happening, but I do feel like it's 2023. Why don't you know this already? And it sounds like with the right technology, with the right upgrades, they should know it already. That it's available to them. So we're covering a lot of these key benefits of, of using these Lexbots in customer service and support, how they improve customer service, the customer experience. I, as a customer, can vouch for all of these things. Can you share some real-world examples of companies that have successfully implemented Lexbots? And how has that revolutionized their customer interactions? We've worked with uh, big name companies, um, some of them being like the California DMV. I've I've personally worked with Navia Benefits. Um, We've worked together on LabCorp and just a a few major, you know, big, big names out there. Um, But Lexbots have completely changed how they do any of their IVRs or how how a customer, when they contact them, they they reach out. With the California DMV, you can call into their contact center to their call, and you can book an appointment to go, you know, have an appointment with the DMV, or you can renew your license, or you can renew your license plates. These are just automations that Lex can help you out with. Certain things especially when when it comes to the contact center that it helps you do is like Carter said, retaining attributes, retaining this information. And that's what these companies love is because it it makes it, like I said, streamlines it right for the customer to get right to an agent, get exactly what they need done and done quickly. It makes it easier. The agents spend less time on the, on the phone with them. And in fact, in that instance, like I was speaking, the agents aren't on the phone other than if there's like an issue making an appointment or having a scheduling conflict. There's not many times when the agent's actually on the phone or they'll be contacting them back after the appointment has been made. Those are things to to make it so that you don't actually have the agent on the phone. And it saves time. It allows you as an employer to schedule these you know employees at different times. And it'll save time and money and effort. And I think a lot of frustration also yeah. on the agents don't have customers who are who are jumping on saying, you know, you're the fifth person I've talked to with the same mm-hmm. issue and I've been on hold for three hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> yep. So less frustration for both the consumer and the agents. Uh, and that's definitely a win in this world. 
as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking about how much that divide is growing right now in customer service. I still, while I had this amazing experience with Amazon a couple of weeks ago, and you both are giving these amazing examples of companies and organizations that are trying to move forward and stay with this tech, I still have the places that I have to call personally, periodically, where it's, you know, press one for press two for all the way to number nine. And I can't mm-hmm. press the number that I want until I hear all the options first. And then I finally press the option that I want. And then I have to go through the whole next menu, do the same thing. And then I finally I click and it sends me backwards. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to go backwards. I'm moving. I just, and I'm sitting there yelling into the phone, yeah. human, human. <laughs> You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't understand that. Try again. <laughs> yep. And then the third time, please call again. Click. <laughs> like, and so 10 years ago, even five years ago, that was more like your standard interaction. Mm-hmm. But now this divide is growing so much that experiences like those, unless I absolutely have no choice, I am not putting up with that anymore. And I will take my business mm-hmm. elsewhere. So um, I love how much AI and and Lexbots and chatbots, they're just changing the surface of customer interactions and contact centers. And I know when I first worked for GTS, I'm one of those like very mission-driven people. So my previous job was like really helping people from low-income populations get into highly successful, high-paying careers. So I was like, always like, at the end of the day, I want to be able to close my computer and be like, I made a difference in the world. How do I do that when I'm talking about contact center solutions? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've tried to reach, you know, like, how can I like have that feeling of accomplishment every day? But this is the real truth is that frustration levels are high right now when we're we're stuck in traffic and we have to be on hold and calls are being dropped all the time. And it makes a real difference in the lives of people, maybe not as radical as like someone coming out of poverty and getting a high paying job, but this is on a much larger scale. This isn't just one individual. This is tens of thousands of people that we're literally changing the way that we interact with them and simplifying that process and all these stress and frustration levels are being brought down. So I can, at the end of the day, close my computer and be like, hey, I made a difference. This is pretty kick-ass. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's that's pretty much what these Lexbots do. They make, they make life so much simpler, so much easier for, for an agent, especially. Um, as someone who worked in contact centers beforehand, before I even started designing them and building them out myself, the difference is night and day. I wish that we would have had these things when I worked at the company I worked for. Because when you're taking calls and you're on that call with somebody, you know, it was an insurance company, basically. But when you're on calls with somebody and they're calling in and they're, they're just, they're so already distraught from a car accident, the last thing they're going to want from sure. me or from when they're on the phone is to be, well, I press this button or I press that button or I press with the Lexbot, you can capture all of it. Let's just say you want somebody to, you know, you just say, I was just in an accident. The Lexbot's going to say, I'm sorry. And transfer you to an agent, get you right to an agent to report the accident. And that's how easy these bots are and how simple and how they can revolutionize and change your business is, is that if you have something as simple as I just want to transfer to an agent, or if you have, you know, people who are calling in and they're just like, I just want to be transferred to the sales department or 
I heard about a promotion. Can you transfer me to the transfer? These Lex bots make transferring a breeze. You're in and out of a call. Super simple. It also comes with integrating it into if you're using Amazon Connect. Amazon Connect is amazing for this because it uses Lexbots to like some of their full potential because it's all on call. You get all of this mixed together inside of the business. So you don't have to change anything. They're all Amazon's design solutions. They're all inside of Amazon. Everything stays inside of one environment. So it's all coming together. So your contact center, your Lexbots, your Lambda calls, everything you need, the entire package comes together in one. And that's what makes AWS so special because it provides everything that you need as a solution all in one. It's awesome. What are some challenges? What considerations should businesses be aware of when they are integrating Lexbots into their customer communication strategies? I would say there's... Two to three that come to mind first. One would be security. When you're using a Lexbot, and let's say this is for a bank or some a financial institution that handles a lot of sensitive data, such as social security numbers, um, just that kind of personalized information that generally you don't want people to know. If you have these Lexbots capturing that kind of input, that is something to be cautious and aware of when it comes to capturing that data. Because you will want to make sure that if we're capturing this before it reaches the agent, that way the agent doesn't have to see that information, then we want to make sure that they do not see that information. It should not, the data should not show up in logs. It should not show up in just some visuals that the agent can easily see and see all this person, all of this person's personal information. Ideally, any data that should be obscured from the agent, well, if you're capturing it, you need to be aware of that when you're configuring the Lexbot. Another issue is sometimes depersonalization. So, We talked about your experience and with uh, Amazon, and obviously it was a very good experience, but that's not always the case, and it depends on who's setting up the bot as well. So if someone has, sometimes if the bot is just set up badly, you're going to wind up with a bad experience, even if you're using a good service. So you would wind up with the same, it, it can't really understand you, but it's going to keep trying anyway. It's going to capture something before trying to send you off to the next menu, Or if you've configured it right, if it's just not understanding you, you can send it to an agent. So that's where we just, we need to handle those failures, that personalization well when it comes to implementing a Lexbot. Usually that's not too hard to do, but it is something to be aware of when you're integrating it for the first time, for sure. That makes sense, for sure, because the Lexbot, it still operates under human guidance. Mm -hmm. And that's something I want to touch on a little bit later, but that... They're not taking the place of it, but we're not there yet. But I really appreciate that you said that. So that actually kind of does lead into my next question. We'll just go there now. With the rise of Lexbots and chatbots, whatever, how do we, how do businesses ensure that there is that balance between automated interactions and maintaining that human touch in these customer interactions? For me personally, it's all a balance of kind of how you're designing the bot. As you said there, humans still have a big part in how these bots think and work and act. They're programmed and they do what we tell them to do. It's a lot like, yeah, they're smart. Yes, they learn. They have, you know, machine learning is is coming a long way. Large language models, LLMs are going to change a lot 
over the next few years. The way that the AI is just in general brought into the public is going to change how one, it's being perceived, and two, how the public itself uses it. From a developer standpoint, I see the good in AI. From a developer standpoint, I also see the bad in an AI. It's based on the person. And how you get that balance is, is you make sure that when you're when you're building these bots, when you're building these kind of things, when you're doing this, using this kind of technology, you have to understand what's in your hands. You can build something that can start thinking for itself, can start doing these things on its own. It can be automated. We can set up anything to be automated. That's where the human aspect comes into it, is, is that we have to just remember that what we have in our hands can be used for good and bad. And we as people have to decide that. And as AWS developers, you both have a lot of control then, a lot of power and a lot of responsibility for how these Lexbots move forward and whether or not they become completely self-aware or if they just do what we want them (laughs) to do. Exactly. Yep. And the good thing about Lex is, is that it's all, it's all done based on what we tell it to do. So, you know, it won't, it won't, it yep. won't learn unless we show it or tell it. And that's where the responsibility is on us as a developer. That's the good side of the coin is, is that as a developer, I have to remember that what I'm doing is like you said, making a difference for the world. And if I'm building a contact center for a large company and they have, you know, thousands of calls daily, and this is this Lexbox Lexbot going to save an agent five minutes here, or is it going to save the company a couple, you know, some money here, or is it going to make things better to, for us to be using this Lexbot? Then yeah, then that's, that's my responsibility. And I have to make sure that it's in the right spot and doing what it needs to be doing. So hearing you say that and having these conversations actually makes me as a plebeian feel a lot better about AI and bots in general, knowing that there still has to be a human overseeing it and that the limits are in place by what the human puts in place and what the developers are doing. And so that is very reassuring, I think, as we have these types of conversations and we're introducing this type of technology to the world. How do Lexbots leverage natural language processing? And can you take a moment just to explain what that is? So how are Lexbots leveraging that natural language processing to understand and respond to customers' questions and queries effectively? Natural language processing is the machine learning technology behind Amazon Lex. Amazon uses a solution called Poly that handles how the conversation goes. Um, and then in this poly, it can determine how the conversation goes. So if the if the, the chat or the conversation is going well, it'll give you more of a positive vibe. If it thinks that the chat's not going very well or things are kind of neutral, it'll leave it at like a neutral. If it's negative and it's not going well at all and it can sense that, it'll give you a negative return and it'll tell you these things. This is all information that comes in from talking to the language. If you're chatting with a Lexbot and it doesn't understand something, there's reporting on the back end that can tell you that it didn't understand this intent or what this person's wanting. And then you can use that to create visuals in such as Kibana or Amazon QuickSight to visualize these missed opportunities or missed 
understandings and teach the bot and and show the bot this is what we need it to do this is what they said we need to add this as like an intent or as a, a, a way to get there and natural language processing is how the bot understands all of it it takes in your response of what you're saying and it naturally processes that response to give you the correct answer basically just analyzes the language patterns the intent the uh, entities in the conversation, the conversation as a whole to produce intelligent responses and uh, information for reporting, just like Mike was saying. Cool. So if I put in, I'd like to return some books, please, but someone else just puts in return books, that's what natural language processing is, is enabling, enabling that bot to understand both of those queries mean the exact same thing, even though one query is using one third of the words of the other. Exactly. Exactly. And in these life spots, this is, this is how that kind of is working. Um, That's where the human element comes into play. When you're using such as um, a solution, such as the Amazon Q and a bot, they have, parts of it where the in like when you're entering in your statement or response of what you'd like uh, you can use something as return books or i'd like to return books or we would like to return books or i have some books to return you can put all of these in there and the lexbot's going to understand it from that point they're going to see that as a response tag that as the intent and then pull that and use that as the intent of where it's going to go so you can move in if you're inside of a connect flow, let's say you grab this intent of I've got books to return. OK, the next thing that could be was, OK, uh, which library would you like to return them to? And you could set an appointment to return those books at a certain time at this library or as at a bank. Oh, I need to you know, I need to make a deposit. I'd like to make a deposit at this time for this amount of money. You can do that kind of thing with Alexbot. You know, those those are just ideas or simple things that you can, simple tasks that you can do with them. They can get more, way more in depth as well. <laughs> it can go a, a lot more deeper as well, um, where you can embed thing, embed like, you know, videos into the responses where if they're on like a website or something like that, you can give it, so it gives you choices right inside of the Lexbot. You don't even need to be inside of a connect flow. It can be right there inside the Lexbot to move you forward in the conversation. The difference between Amazon Lex and some of the other, um, chatbots out there is, is that we haven't really scratched the surface of where Lex is. And some of these Lexbots or some of the the chatbots out there, that's all the functionality that you're ever going to get out of it is it's just going to be able to have a nice little simple back and forth conversation between you and a server. And Lex is with Amazon releasing new large language models and their own sort of chat GPT setup. We're about to see what Lex really can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bots and Bytes. To learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, reach out to us at hello at globo-tek.com.